adventure through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, God Blood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of God Blood. This is the Nerdy Old Men Podcast. Recognized by City View Magazine as best of the best in podcasts. And here are your hosts, the old bald man Chad and Redneck Wes. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, Wes, good morning. What's happening, Chad? On location for episode one of season four. Season four. Who's season four, kid? yeah. There are apparently some people that are silly enough to actually listen to us on a regular basis. And we appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, so Fable Hollow Coffee and Bookstore in Fountain City area, Knoxville, Tennessee, is where we are today. And we haven't gone, been able to go to an on-location place in a long time. And we're really excited about being able uh, to do this. We love going on location. We love small businesses. Yeah, and if uh, you know people who listen to us a long time, we always grew Fuss and gripe about uh, back in the day. How Us fuss and gripe. Yeah, we didn't have anything cool to go to. Well, this is a cool place to go to, and we're uh, very honored to be able to be here today. And the two owners, the ladies, uh, invited us to come down here and, and actually took the time to sit down and talk with us. So how about we introduce ourselves? You guys, they know, they know who we are. Or they're silly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Alyssa Stewart. And I'm Casey Jessen. Yeah, and you guys run this awesome place. So, uh First, before we get going on it, tell us just general what what you got going on here. Uh, so we're a coffee shop and bookstore, and we sell primarily um, fantasy books. Like, that's kind of our staple, mm-hmm. but we sell across the, the genres. Yes, she says yes. <laughs> it, it is an audio podcast, so they're not going to see you nodding your head. <laughs> I'm not going to do all the talking. You covered our bases pretty well, though. You know, when we... Uh, Coming in here, I did a, a live video so people can go back and look at that uh, on, on our Facebook thing, and we'll we'll get Wes to do something on Instagram as well. The the atmosphere in here is really cool, it, and and us being big old school D and D players, this is that, really neat. It has that Hobbit hole feel. Well, yeah, and and maybe like more of a uh, sort of like a a, a higher end um, sort of pub ish type mm-hmm. thing yeah. from from D D is, is yeah. the kind of the look well, well, I mean, run, run by run by elves maybe. It's, it <laughs> yeah, versus so originally, uh, dwarves or something. Yeah. yeah, originally we were going for kind of Germanic fairy tale vibes. That I was kind that. of where we both landed on the direction we wanted to go. So then it, it formed from there into its own thing, which has like a little bit of Germanic fairy tale vibes, a little bit more D D vibes and tavern and woodsy. Yeah, and I and I like that it coming in here is is it's not a um, it's, it's not, not a cold dark. yeah it's not dark but it's also not a cold environment too it's not like just um, you know fold out chairs and things like that there's actual furniture and solid yes, solid was, stuff and, and the everything. walls are painted something other than white yes yes, <laughs> yes. we we really love green. 
That is Casey's color. She yes. loves green. Yes. The hallway is blue because I was like, I need some blue. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're blue in Casey's yes. green. Yeah, okay. Yes. What is green in here? So, yeah. um, but some of the furniture actually is from like my childhood. Oh, yeah. Um, some of it's donated from my mom. So some of the furniture is like, I grew up with this. So it's very special that it's also Oh, that's here. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's really, really cool. So what... Uh, Let's let's back up even further. And in, in each of you, we want, we want you to give a, an this input is, to this. This is so, the question. Chad yeah, loves that. Yes, your origin story as it comes to this fandom. Yeah, um, I'll start with my part, and then I can pass it to Casey for her part. Um, so when I was in college, I was majoring in English, and you get that question of. What are you going to do with an English degree? Right. A lot. I got that and, same thing with the history yeah. degree. <laughs> and I was like, well, not teach. I don't right. want to teach. <laughs> and that's what everybody assumes that you're doing right. with an English degree. So um, I started thinking about opening a bookstore because that was something that I was really passionate about, stories. I was a writer, so I enjoyed stories. And my parents owned a um, chiropractic practice in the area. So I grew up with a family owning their own business. So in college, I started looking at owning a bookstore. But obviously, I was 19. I didn't really have any funds and no assets either. So um, I got a little bit discouraged. And somebody I looked up to also kind of really discouraged me. So I put that on hold. And then we fast forward to 2020. Um, when everything's going crazy, mm. and I got furloughed from my corporate job. And that's what made me step back and think, well, I was taking the what was supposed to be the reliable path. You know, I got a corporate job. Mm. You're supposed to be able to rely on a corporate it's job. safe. And, right. and then things happen. And what you think is stability suddenly doesn't become stable. And so I started thinking about what I really wanted in life again, and I really wanted a bookstore still. So... Enter Casey in 2020. Yeah, so I didn't have any stability ever. (laughs) (laughs) I went through a bunch of different jobs working at different small businesses. I had garden center. I worked at a tea room. I tried all the different things, and I knew that I really loved small businesses, but I didn't really have any idea of how to go any further than I just love this. So uh, it was 2020. Um, I had just quit a job at a coffee shop that just wasn't working for me. Um, And I met Alyssa. Um, She ran a, well, she still runs a writing group. Mm -hmm. And I had joined literally the week before 2020, like. Fell apart, yeah. Yes. So it was the very last in-person meeting. And then we did a lot of virtual meetings and we became good friends. We became each other's alpha readers. And Everyone was having an existential crisis in 2020. That's just the vibe. Mm -hmm. So we were having the same one. And Alyssa was talking about wanting to open this bookshop. And I had always, you know, loved small businesses. I had fun fantasies of having a tavern that was medieval. And Mm -hmm. I also loved coffee shops. So it kind of fit together. And she actually offered to, like, let me be a part of it. <laughs> and it, I was like, do you want in? Yeah. It's <laughs> yes. like, wait a minute. We kind of so have a just, general idea of the same yeah. thing here. Y'all were just great. building off each other's ideals and dreams. Yeah. So, um, and originally I, I wanted a coffee shop element to it, but I had no coffee shop experience, none whatsoever. And I'm also more of a tea drinker. Like I love chai. That mm. is, that's my favorite. That's thing, yeah. And so I was like, I think we need coffee. 
but I don't know anything about coffee. So when Casey came into my life and when she was talking about what she wanted to do with the future, it was in a very, you know, reforming the concept and the idea and the feasibility of a bookstore to where I was like, this is somebody who can give all of the coffee shop knowledge that I'm lacking. And every step of the way in our process, it's been that concept of everything that I am lacking, she has. It's a very oh, complimentary yes. each other. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, that's really, that's super, super cool. And I just think that this concept is, is something that's so neat that <clears throat> isn't even remotely around here. I've seen one similar thing in Lexington, Kentucky, and I thought it was cool, but this, the, it's very stale, right? Mm. The, the, it, it, this is not stale. <laughs> this has a lot of warmth and a lot of. Well, there's uh, a personality. Well, yes. When you walk in the yeah, door, you I'm get a personality. For, yeah. you're, like, you're like, this place has is, is got it. And you may not be able to define what it is. But, but it's something. It, it's yeah, even the music and, and everything just is really, really well. So you were, you were a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, fantasy writer? Yes. Uh, so. I mean, it. Uh, were you a, or are you were you a gamer? Were you a reader of of? Fan- I mean, what? Yeah, what's so, the kind of thing? Um, fantasy writer, fantasy reader, mm-hmm. um, primarily. Obviously, when I was younger, it was all about YA, and now mm-hmm. it's much more adult fantasy. Right. Um, but yeah, I was I was a late reader actually, but I loved stories. <coughs> so loving stories and wanting to be a writer mm-hmm. was something that really helped me actually learn how to read and so I'm very passionate about stories and it being accessible to people and sharing the love of stories with everybody mm-hmm. so um yeah that's where the passion came from so fan the fan, the love of fantasy books mm-hmm. and fantasy stores is yes. kind of what led you to th- this yes. this imagery yes. of this yeah. store and, and and what about you S- similar thing or uh, yeah yeah um I've also always been a fantasy lover um i've actually been more into the fandoms i think Alyssa tends to know where we balance here right Alyssa tends to like the books that no one knows no one's about. heard of right <laughs> and i tended to read the more popular books so i was definitely in the fandoms and i knew that everyone in this area there were so many people who wanted that fandom community in person right and that was something that we really wanted to build our business off of was that ability to be in your fandom and just in an everyday casual way come to a place where you can nerd out, where you can enjoy it's the gathering other people. spot. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. In a lot of ways, the the coffee shops that you have now, there's a lot of emphasis on seat turnover and it not being a place where you're staying for a very long time. Right. And bookstores have met a similar model of they're very much a you know, walls and walls of bookcases, but there's not really a spot for you to sit and like. Everybody's read. sitting in yes. the floor and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've noticed because so, you've got like couches. Yes. Like mm-hmm. A lot of couches. Little nooks like the, around the corner down mm-hmm. there. There's a, yeah, that's yeah. just really neat. So one of the things that we really wanted, and I mean, people gave us looks about this of like, are you guys really thinking this through? But we wanted a place where you could come and you could sit and you could stay and you could meet new people and you could form community. Because a big part of what we wanted, especially coming out of 2020, was a place where the creative community could come, you could find more people like you, and you could have friends, and you could have a place where you could meet Mm -hmm. and enjoy being surrounded by your favorite things. And that's something that we're... has been missing for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like you it's a bookstore, um, but it's really easy to click on the internet and and 
get books, but there is something special about going somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's the tactile feel of, of pulling it off the shelf and looking at it looking through, mm-hmm. and talking to folks like you or your employees yeah. that can give them a little bit of feedback and things like that. And from visiting tons of, of businesses that we have on a show, we have found that the most successful ones are the ones that do build community mm-hmm. and that work together and that <clears throat> have something that, you know, it, it was cool, I guess, when you're growing up in the technology that, oh, man, things are instantly available. They're so good. I can just have it mailed to my house. But then you lose that special. Well, no, that was one thing, like, because, you know, being a historian, uh, you know, it was great because, like you said, Chad, you can get that book to your house. There's something about going to a library and you can smell the book. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel the book. And we walk in and you're like, ooh, coffee. And I'm not a coffee drinker. I walked in I was like, ooh, coffee. And it, uh, by the way, this, this is really good. Dragon's okay, Breath, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like it, by the way. That, that, is the, um, that is the recommendation of the Nerdy Old Man podcast. Just yes. come and get the Dragon Breath. But you're right, walking in, uh, there, it, 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 it is you. a sensory thing. Yeah. And, and, I mean, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, well, you know, you've gone in places. Yeah, you've gone in and it about knock you down. I mean, you walk in and it's, it's an inviting kind of vibe the, yeah, that you get. There, there's, like, there's a smell and a sound and, an a, and a feel. As soon as I came through the door, I was like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> and the more I walk around, I was like, this is really cool. And I told Wes just a little while when we were walking around, I was like, I was like I'd love to, with some spare time, come down here and just sit somewhere and read something or, or have a coffee and just hang out. Yeah. Because it's that kind of feel. Yeah. And I, and I, and I like it. I really do. So, yeah, just, <clears throat> this is going to stay here for a long time. So when I retire, I'm just going to like, <laughs> yeah. Because I just live I'm close. Trying, I'm, so I'm, I'm just going to figure out how to, how to make them a pencil <laughs> pour, though. There's Jen. that old guy in the back sitting there with his coffee. The old but, man. Uh, uh. But, so tell us some, uh, one is super cool. How long have you been in business? So we opened in February. Yeah. Um, it was a long um, process to get open. We had about nine months before February where we were preparing everything and right. we were waiting to get um, approvals from the city and things like that to do yeah. all the construction. So it was a really long process. So it, it, in a way it feels like we've been in business longer than we have, <laughs> but technically we opened in February. So what was this building before? It was a physical therapy office. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You couldn't tell anymore. <laughs> yeah. We've had some people that, um, had been to the building when it was a physical therapy office yeah. come again now. Um, and they find it really interesting and really funny because they're like, it's changed so much. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool that a business, that a building can function in so many different capacities. It is a new life feel now. different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it did the building. I mean, if you want to get really like deep about it, the building did positive things for people before, mm-hmm. but now it can do a different type of positive thing yeah. for people like mentally. Yeah, and, and 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 relax and things like that. So that that's really neat. So do you guys, um, what what kind of activity? Do you have any activities here? Do you have it open for people for gaming or book clubs or what do you got? What do you got going on? Yeah, so I usually do the events. Um, we have two book clubs a month. Uh, one is Mages and Pages. It's a general fantasy book club, and the other one is called Fanciful, which is a fantasy romance book club. Uh, that one was split into two for a while there because I made the mistake of starting with Sarah J. Mass books, which no one would let me move on from. So we had to go through <laughs> five of her books. I cut it off. There's you another finally put series. your foot down and you're like, yeah, okay. I'm like, guys, we can't do Throne of Glass. It's like nine books. There's no way. <laughs> so we've been doing uh, book clubs. We've been doing D&D classes, which um, Alyssa's husband has been teaching. Um, 
kind of how to play D and D. Like a D one hundred and one. Yeah, he's a, he's a DM. He's yeah. a professional DM, actually. That, so. that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's been doing a great job. We've gotten a lot of people really excited about that. We've done so far one D and D night, which was having multiple. What are they called? Sessions? 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 No, group campaigns. parties. Yeah. Multiple parties, one campaign. So oh, each that's a room. Cool, yeah. That's a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. Each room has a different party, and we had DMs that volunteered to come and help us with it. And we did a special drink that night that was the health potion. And uh-huh. if you bought the health potion drink uh, at the bar, then you would get a health potion in game. Oh, that's fun. That's so, really fun. Yeah. And he wrote it, too. Yeah. Um, so it was very... Fable Hollow specifically, which oh, was a lot that's of fun. That. Mm-hmm. That's so cool because you got different DMs all running the same campaign. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, at breaks or afterwards or whatever, the next time, then the different parties can talk to each other about mm-hmm. what their experience was. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how did you get really, through this? Had, really yeah. cool. I yeah. love that idea. We're and planning on doing more. We're just kind of figuring out the right system for it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Because Ben is still also teaching, so it's a little bit of that's my husband. Both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're hoping to get author events started next year. Um, we've been trying so hard to just keep up with general, you know, business that it's been a process to figure out how to get authors to us because our part of our brand is we want to make sure whatever we do, it is done well. Right. We would much rather do less events that are high quality, quality than do just a bunch of little events that don't go well. That's, right. that's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, because we've seen the other aspect yes. of it and it's just not, it, it's just not the, the thing And your, this isn't, this is a, a chill place for lack of a better word. And it's not, you're not pushing, pushing, pushing. <coughs> exactly. you know? And uh, if you have a bunch of events that, that feels like, like pushing. And, well, and, it, and, it kind of takes away from the fact that it's, an event and exactly. it's not special well if you have you know? le- if you have less you have more people show up for those well i mean you can you can build up thing. towards you know it's like well you know this is the big event for you know this quarter or whatever and it's like oh guys we got to be there because there's you know what are they what are they doing yeah and less people like we've noticed that it makes it feel more special too if you're not having it all the time um we have a really fun event that we're planning for the early early spring late winter um, that is still in the works, but we're hoping to do a sort of murder mystery dinner show type of Ooh, thing. Uh, we had fun. a local awesome. play um, play company play company come and approach us, and they wanted to try it in our space. It's going to be fairy tale themed, oh, so we're really excited so for that. Cool. You got to let us know when you do that because because that is really cool. It's going to be. Fun. We'd love to cover that, yeah. and talk and advertise that for you for nothing because that. Is a really cool thing. I, well, I, I mean, that a lot. I know Chad and I have talked about this on the show before. But we didn't have a place like this growing up because we we made the joke earlier. Uh, if you wanted something, it was literally a, a, a mail order catalog, and it may or may not be what you thought it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, something like this, you can come and see what's going on. You can talk to people that maybe have either played it or read it. You know, made recommendations such as the coffee. Uh, but you know, that's that's one of those things about having an actual shop. Yeah, a place that you can go to where you can actually get that that firsthand knowledge. Well, you know, and, and another thing is is I, I noticed when I walked around, you you guys um, you have books, right? And and you have play spaces. If somebody wanted to um, 
have their D&D night or a session mm-hmm. or something here, how would they go about doing that? Or if any other kind of game, if they want to come and use one of your rooms and drink mm-hmm. coffee and, and browse the books and stuff, is there, is there a, a, a way to set that up? Or how yeah. do you go about doing that with you guys? Yeah, so the, the easiest thing, honestly, is just talking at the register. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they can email us, but we're not always that fast with emailing. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. They can call, but... Sometimes we're busy and we don't answer the phone. So the easiest thing is honestly just talking to whoever the barista is at the front. We have an events calendar so they can see if anybody has any of the rooms Mm -hmm. booked. And so if you've got a specific day, then they can look at that. And if it's not already booked, then you can just book a room. And it would basically probably be this room that we're in because Mm -hmm. it's got a nice long table. We have leaves for this table. So if your D&D group is a little bit bigger, then we can add a leaf expand, and yeah. expand it. But yeah. it's if you're not charging for what you're using the space for, then we don't charge for you to use the space. Right. It oh, is just okay. a, we put a reserve sign on it for the day that you want, and you can come and use well, it. Well, because people can, you know, then during breaks or beforehand, mm-hmm. they can go and check out the books and get yeah. coffee. And you don't just have books and coffee. You have a bunch of other really nice things. I love mm-hmm. the mugs that you guys have. Those are really cool. And a bunch of other, like, peripherals and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, a journal looks like journals yeah. and things like yeah. that. And, and uh, purses that look like the, books the, that are up yeah. there. Those yes. are really cool. Because <laughs> yes. I thought those were he books. Goes, oh, this like, yeah. I'm like, this is a purse. He yeah. goes, what? And I'm like, yeah. yeah that's yep. really, I'm like, my really daughter's got one. Similar to that. But, you know, when we've talked about this before, destination game nights Mm -hmm. is something that I think is cool. And this is a place that you could do that sort of thing. If Mm -hmm. you had a party, you could come in here and talk to these folks and and, and have a destination session, which would be really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, And I I think that's a neat aspect of it. but you know what's in the uh, what's in the future? You said you, you're talking about the uh, the potential for a murder mystery thing. What what what's in the future? Have you, I mean, I'm sure you've thought ahead a little bit, but obviously you want to do it's it right. So you don't want to get right now. you don't want to get too far ahead. But. It's one of those things of like the five year plan, the two year plan, the one year plan, the six month plan, yeah, the quarterly that's, plan. That's smart. So um, I think maybe the quarterly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because everything else changes. Like <laughs> we we've spent this year trying a bunch of different things and yeah. learning a lot of things. Yeah. So um, we're kind of now getting into that area of we know what's working for us and we know what does not work for us. Um, so we're really going to be focusing on doing more bookish events. We've kind of done, uh, we've done craft nights and we've done um, our first midnight release party was a couple weeks ago. Oh, it cool. was so fun. We had 50 people in this shop. Oh, wow. Um, it was a party. We did trivia. We're doing another one of those in January for a Sarah J. Mass book, which was our, our book club took over. <laughs> um, so it's going to be interesting. We're still figuring out what we want that to look like because 50 people was like, that's our max. We that's our max any, for the shop. Any more than yeah. that. But there were so many more people who were interested in coming and just being a part of the fandom and getting to enjoy it. And we want to make it more accessible to more people. So we're trying to figure out what that's going to look like. And we'll have tickets for that going out, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. That's a really good problem to have. It is. It's a great problem. We have a lot of really good problems. (laughs) Yeah. The problem is there's still problems. That's that's true. That's true. But I mean, the, the worst case scenario is you have to, create more events right. if you have yeah. a bunch of people coming then those are still quality events you know and, it, and it's something that if i wanted to go to something and 
there was a couple sessions of it, then you know, I, I'd, I'd be able to get there, and it would be really, really, yeah, r- really awesome thing. But uh, no, that's 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 some that's really cool stuff. Season four, episode one, episode one. We haven't done it in a while. <laughs> We've not the rapid fire question session. I don't know. Yep. It's terrifying. They got ambushed on this one. <laughs> we only subject our favorite guests to it. It's a silly, uh, I don't know if you've nah, heard it on our show before. This is the most you will ever take Yeah, really life. it is. Yeah. It really is. And since there's two of you, we're, we'll make it as complicated as possible. <laughs> don't we always? Yeah, we make everything complicated. <laughs> Drinking this coffee is complicated for me right now. But um, <laughs> what we're going to do is ask you just nerdum fan you know fandom type questions but it's just like a one word answer first thing pops in your head we'll go back and forth we always say that it's one word answer it never turns turns out that way so don't don't feel try to tailor to the situation okay well we'll just (laughs) other than your favorite fantasy Mm -hmm. genre that you've talked about earlier what what would be your favorite genre to read Romance, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they look at each other. And they're like, eh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I just knew it was going to be the same answer. Yeah. You weren't going to get anything different. <laughs> All right, uh, we just came out of the uh, the Halloween season, mm-hmm. so yeah. vampire genre or vampire thing. Okay. They're so, already grinning. Yeah, they're grinning at each other. It, it, Vampires th- are back. That's why we're grinning. Yes, yes. So there's. Tons of iterations, right, mm-hmm. through history, right? So, literature, movies, whatever, your favorite. Twilight. Twilight. I knew it. Are they going to answer the same thing every time? No. <laughs> no we no, are maybe. actually different. Yeah. Um, no. But there are some things that we align very much on, <laughs> and um, enjoying the Twilight Renaissance um, mm-hmm. is something that we both really love. That's, that's really cool, yeah. Okay, we'll get... We'll, We'll get. We'll see if we can get them out of their comfort zone. Yeah, we go. Go for it. Marvel or DC? DC. Marvel. There you go. There we go. Who, who said DC? Yep. There you mm-hmm. go. That's mm-hmm. right. That's the winner. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> Captain America, man. Valid. Oh, geez. Here he goes. Spider Man. I can't not. Sorry. I do like Batman, but Superman, no. No, no. Nope. Yeah, he's too big of a wuss. I don't like him. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have good enough flaws. It's like That's they true. gave all the flaws to Batman. That's true. I That's went true. through a heavy Batman phase <laughs> in high school. I had like every t-shirt had Batman on it. I, I love was, Batman. It, it, it's ideal. You know? I mean, he, he, he has nothing other than money. Yeah. I mean, he's figuring And he uses it well. Yeah, he does. You know? He figures everything else out on his own. Really? He does he really? Yes, he really does. <laughs> I mean, I would upgrade Arkham Security just... Off the top of my that's head, not his, that's not his. Well, bag of you know, he's a philanthropist, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, but if if, if yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah, keep, yeah, it's yeah, a corrupt yeah, city. <laughs> if they did so much with money, see if they didn't keep breaking out of jail, he wouldn't have anything to do. You got to have hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, all right, okay. all right. Okay, so um, let's see. You're gonna have to alter this question, Jed. I know, I know where you're going. You're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to alter it. No, I'm just gonna go with my. You're gonna go with it. Okay, the one I like a lot. Um, you're on a four-hour car ride. Okay? okay, your car's radio doesn't function for some reason, okay. and you have no cell phone signal. You must be riding with a superhero or a supervillain. Who's riding shotgun? Spider-Man. There you go. That's good. That's good. I like it, it would be entertaining. It would be entertaining, yes. 
And if worst case scenario, I think he could just travel us. Yes, that's true. That's true. See, my, I immediately went to the Flash. So She's just I, wanting to get there. Yeah. I'm like, you're well, just going practical? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's also funny, so. We had a guy answer with a Flash one time, mm-hmm. and he said that he would use the Flash as a GPS. <laughs> There you go. Send him ahead and then come back. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yes. All like right. It's stopping at a snacks without stopping. That's true. Then. Yeah. You just keep going. Just yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this is the the most difficult question that we yes. ask. Yes. Uh, we it has caused fights. It has caused fights. Um, oh no. So I'm ready. They say that. <laughs> Everybody says they're ready. I don't know that I'm ready. All right. Here it goes. <laughs> Does pineapple go on a pizza? Yes. Yeah. Without hesitation. It's like, yes. Yeah. No one lets me put it on, but yes. <laughs> I, I grew up in, a, like, my sister loved pineapple on a pizza, so yeah. I've come to accept it and its existence. Begrudgingly, you just... It's not my preference, but... Pineapple and pepperoni is pretty good. Yes. People tend to do pineapple and ham, but pineapple and pepperoni Pineapple and is pretty ham good. was what my sister loved. Yeah, you add pepperoni, you pizza. get a spice and a, and yeah. a sweet in there. We actually Maybe got that from that. one of our New Yorkers, yeah. I think. <laughs> so, yeah, we've actually been threatened by we've been, we've banned, from been the banned from, from, <laughs> We've been banned from the city of New York, which yes. is <laughs> true, so we can't do it. So let's, let's review again real quick on uh, the details of the store, mm-hmm. uh, location, hours. Things like that. Yeah. Um, so we're located in the Fountain City area of Knoxville, which is just right off um, Taswell Pike, if you're familiar with that area. It's down the road from Pratt's, which is typically what people know in the Fountain City area. Um, we have all genres of books. Um, fantasy is our big genre. We are open 8 to 8 on Tuesday to Saturday. And then on Sunday, we open at 10, and then we're open until 8 p.m. And then on Mondays, we are closed. Okay. And any events you can find on our website, it's just fablehollow.com, and it's under the events tab. And our social media is actually the best way to figure out what's happening. Mm -hmm. I post very regularly on there. So if you want to know what's happening at Fable Hollow, follow us at Fable Hollow Bookshop. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Instagram and Facebook. I'm more active on Instagram, honestly. Okay. Okay. Facebook is mostly just updated through Instagram posts. Okay. All right. That's good stuff. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep you updated on the store. We'll uh, post links that, yes, and stuff. Yeah, and all absolutely, absolutely. And, and please let us know when things things happen because we would love to uh, we'd love to talk about it and let people know because this is a really cool thing and it's really close to where I live. So I'm super excited. Yeah, everything's about that. close to where Chad lives. Well, you still live up in the sticks. I can't dude. help it. I ain't coming out of the mountains, y'all. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening, for uh, hanging you. out with us and all that kind of stuff because we were we're honored actually to be able to come and check you guys out. So it's really really cool. So Fable Hollow Coffee Shop and Bookstore, check them out online. Follow them on and everything. Come and see them. Set up a game night. Talk to these ladies. They got a really good thing here going here. So absolutely. Until next time, it's Old Man Chad with Red Eye Quest. Who doesn't drink coffee? Give me a cherry Pepsi, somebody.
came up for Rogot's belly. He parried, elbowed Garagot in the teeth, then slammed him into a tree. Through the tree, and out the other side, and into the dirt. Splinters fell all round, and the severed tree came falling, crushing a giant mushroom to the earth. Garagot kicked Rogot, and he went soaring, flipped backwards and crashed down twenty paces away. The Mushroom King was up and after him. Rogot grabbed his axe, pulling up a handful of leaves with it, and leapt to his feet. Their weapons collided, and they were at it again, snarling, hacking, shoving and punching, god-blood thumping in their veins. Garagot thrusted the flat side of his blade hard against Rogot's axe, pressed him back, then shoved a crust-covered finger deep into Rogot's ear.